0: This is save sell Chanel. It's episode twenty four. Today is June sixteen. It is Father's Day, and if you're new to this podcast, this podcast is dedicated to the different ways I save and sell one day at a time. I share with you the different ways I save money and sold items on e commerce through local apps um, and local apps. And it's raw, unedited, just my thoughts of what I did the week prior, and to help um, keep myself accountable to track my progress and to see how my saving and selling techniques have transitioned or changed. So today I actually have a lot of things that I want to talk about and I won't really, it's gonna be kind of random because they all kind of sync together. So in terms of the saving situation um, and selling situation, it all links together based on The event that I'm hosting on June 29th in San Antonio. It's the Posh and Sip event. And if you're unfamiliar with a Posh and Sip event, it is the level the third level I would say in terms of a Poshmark event. So Poshmark is one of the apps that I sell on. It's a fashion and home goods market app. Um, it's free to download and you they're really focused on community and having other people sell on the app and you can sell new and used fashion items, and now they've added a market, which is home goods. And they're very strict guidelines. And unfortunately, uh, I think I mentioned this last week in my previous podcast in terms of how Poshmark plans on addressing that new market. They do have a list on their website on their Poshmark blog. In terms of what is allowed, and this week they've also mentioned in their Poshmark stories on Instagram, um, Tracy's son, one of the executives there, did have a QA and a portion on their Poshmark stories discussing what the parameters are to sell home goods on the Poshmark app. So if you haven't seen that, I would definitely check it out. And they're also doing some things going on this week in terms of creating an incentive for adding things to your Poshmark market. Now I know there was a lot of resistance from in social media in regards to adding a new market. And I know a lot of people have been resistant and saying that Poshmark shouldn't have done that, they shouldn't have expanded, it's gonna turn into another app like Mercari or um, eBay, it's gonna look like a garage sale. But I said before that Poshmark is its own platform and it has a certain aesthetic so if a seller does enlist something in a certain way that's appealing and consistent with their own closet then it's not going to look like a garage sale. So it all depends on how you're properly taking pictures and sharing how you're pretty much telling a story and incentivizing people to create bundles and to make a better sale. So one of the things that they're starting this week, and I'm looking at their Instagram story. So I'm looking at it right now. It says hashtag posh home. That's going to be for the new market. It says photo a day challenge, and this starts tomorrow, and it starts tomorrow, June 17th. So it says day one, home flat lay, day two, candle cover shot, and I won't be able to do that because I don't have any candles that I sell. Um, I, all the candles I have in my home, I'm going to use because I love candles. I love how they smell and make my home smell. And I just love the intimate setting that it creates. So I won't be able to do that. Day three is a wish list Wednesday. Share a home listing you're eyeing. So for other people who are on Poshmark already and one of the PFFs and someone who I saw this week and um, all Z details, A-L-L-Z-E details on Poshmark and on Instagram. She's Haley P. She is a personal stylist who moved from Houston to San Antonio recently, and she was the one who hosted the second Posh and Sip event in San Antonio. I reached out to her um, about some questions in regards to the Posh and Sip event and some of her challenges or the turnaround time for the Poshmark swag box. And she volunteered to give me some extra items in in front, that weren't used from the previous Posh and Sip event. So, that was one of the ways I was able to sell for this upcoming event is to get more um, balloons and Poshmark um, buttons and additional things to make it a little bit more of a creative event. So, I'm very thankful about that. And if you haven't looked at her Instagram account or her Poshmark account to check out how she is featuring home her own personal. Items that she's selling from her home. There are some really great items on there. She has a rug. She has Christmas ornaments. She has some really great home decor. And unfortunately, I don't have a lot of home decor because I only had my house about a year and a half or so. But I, it's not. We've kind of kept it in terms of home decor really minimal. So. Don't really have anything that I can add to the home market, but I'm I'm finding something here, whether it's a picture frame or something to add just so that when it comes to future posh parties, I at least have an item in my closet that I can share that gains more exposure and creates more followers and more eyes on my closet. So continuing on with this photo a day challenge, the next thing that they're going to do is day four, your dream home inspo. Day five is pillow hashtag posh love. Day 6, from where I posh. Day 7, Sundays are better spent in bed. So I know there's been a lot of other, like a lot of people want to sell pillows or other items like that. But I personally love the pillows that I have in my own home. And I really don't want to lose them because I enjoy them and I bought them for a reason. Um, and in terms of, that, that's one of the things, but I know there's a lot of you that have you know you want to change out your home decor you want something new and refreshing and and your home is an extension of your personal style so if you want to go with a different theme this is one of the ways that you can start selling some of your home decor make some room in your home and start using that money towards something else whether it's clothing whether it's other home decor i feel like the poshmark market poshmark home market is a great opportunity have more. It's a great avenue for you to create more space in your home. Kind of do a Marie Kondo. Whatever is not sparking joy, find it a new home. And that's why I really am excited about this home market because I feel that we like a lot of items, but we like it for a limited period of time. And finding a new home for something that's maybe in storage, it's it's good to find it a new home. Um, the next thing I do want to mention is that for the um, Posh and zip event, I went to the Cove today and took a look. Um, I'm going to be renting out the fireplace area. It is an outdoor area, and next to it is the kids area. And if you haven't checked out my Instagram, save sell Chanel save dot save dot dot at on Instagram definitely do so. I have a highlight on there in regards to my Posh and Sip and the details. I'm planning out different um, items to add to the goodie bags, and I'm also adding little hints as to what's going on. I feel that um, for San Antonio, for Poshmark, that we haven't really been highlighted very much, so I'm really pushing for more marketing for the city of San Antonio. I feel like a lot of people especially on social media a lot of people see people in Florida and Colorado and in, in Seattle and California, New York, you know, the major cities, but I feel like San Antonio is um it's a big small city, but we're a hub for a lot of people whether it's the people in the valley all the way to people in Austin and even people in Houston were reaching out to me to see if they could go to the event. And I'm totally fine for having this be more of a community. Um, I really enjoyed making the event on a Saturday. So if people wanted to make it a weekend trip and to have it be a sourcing trip for them too, there was it's really exciting. The event is sold out. I made the event free and um, I did limit the ticket count though to 25, but I was able, someone had reached out to me on Facebook and asked if she could be added to the Posh and Sip event, and I went and added room for her because I know she's part of our, um, our Facebook uh, group, so I would definitely want to give, um, help those people that are in that Poshmark group, it's already a small group to begin with, so for sure I want to build the community within San Antonio. The next thing I do want to mention, in terms of um, selling, and I I know it has been a very rough time for a lot of people. I've seen I'm part of different Poshmark share groups. I am also part of the Reseller Society group, so I don't only just sell on Poshmark. Um, My big boo-boo for last week was that, I, in such haste, because I don't typically sell on Mercari, um, I messed up and put the wrong label on an item. And unfortunately, the lady I'd sold the item to had messaged her twice. um, And the person who did receive it was so kind. It was just giving me a heads up, like, hey, I received this item. So what happened is I accidentally, for some reason, there was a glitch in my computer, and I accidentally printed the wrong label and gave it to the wrong person. I'm just glad that someone is kind enough and willing to send it back. And I'm happy about that. I had to refund the money for that second Posh uh, Mercari sale, unfortunately, and it was a a decent sale. It wasn't like a huge money maker, but it was around twenty dollars or so in terms of profit after they took all of the ten percent fees and everything. So, I mean, that wasn't that was a significant thing. Um, I was really looking forward to it, but you know, I made a mistake, and I need to learn that lesson. To not be so in the zone and to really pay attention to the details, I feel that um, I, you know, I am human and things happen, and you need to slow down to make sure for quality assurance. So, what I'm going to do again, which I used to do in the past, but in that moment, you know, you get so crazy. I do have a full time job. I'm selling on Poshmark. I'm doing. I have two YouTube channels now that I'm trying to get together. Um, and then I also do this podcast. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm trying to be more part of that community because I see so many people that are struggling and frustrated and just, you know, down. And like I said in my previous podcast, there is such a thing as summer slowdown, and that's why it's good to have a diverse I opportunity like different things to sell because if you just put yourself in a very niche market then you're not going to have as much reach or as a higher probability of selling an item if you are just putting yourself in only kids clothing and not going into women's men's clothing or even home goods and Obviously, it all depends on what you have available. If you have a lot of supply in terms of your own personal closet, you all have a lot of kids' clothing there, then that's understandable. I know a lot of people have said that bundling kids' clothing based on size and diversifying prints is a really good option too. I personally am not a kids' clothing seller. Whether it's on eBay, Poshmark, Depop, Mercari, it's just because, one, I don't know hardly anything about kids clothing what the good brands are and whatnot that's something I would have to learn um and two I'm more interested in women's and men's clothing specifically more casual fun t-shirts or something that's unique something that's accessible so I'm not also just in the high range items that's a lot of capital for me so I try to do middle to high when I can Um, but typically like my, uh, my cost of goods are going to be $10 or less and I'm going to be $10 is like the most I would spend most of the time. But I know if it's like a, like a holy grail kind of thing, I will put in some money and if I know it's going to turn around quickly, I will get, um, something, I will buy it. But for the most part, like I get items that are free to $10. And that's a wide range from clothing to shoes to bags to even electronics. Um, And those are things that I sell. And you're not going to see them on Poshmark. I usually sell them on on eBay or even on Instagram. And that's another thing that I wanted to talk about in this podcast. A lot of people are confused as to why people are even using Instagram for marketing. And um, and I, I feel like a lot of people... And I'm not like a, a guru or anything like that. I, there are so many people that have a lot more followers than I do. Um, I'm, you know, I, they have a certain aesthetic, they have certain things. But I feel like using Instagram as a tool, especially when it's free marketing, is truly essential. And one of the examples that I do want to mention is the fact that Instagram gave me a $20 ad credit. And if you're unfamiliar with an ad credit, so recently, Poshmark, Instagram and Facebook started doing ads, and a lot of people are familiar with Facebook ads, and they have been very popular in years past, and people are willing to pay a premium for them on Facebook. Now, since the market has started going off of Facebook, at least in the United States, it's not as effective as it used to be and so a lot of people are starting to use Instagram marketing, Snapchat marketing, Twitter, um, using all different social media platforms. Attention is attention and you have to you know you know, know, who your end user or what app your end user is going to use. So in terms of Instagram, especially when it's free promotional listings, so you get a $20 ad credit and what's really great about I have done from ads and promotions before just to test out how the algorithm works and how the combination of hashtags would uh, affect who's actually liking my posts. So the thing is in pre- previously when I did do an ad for this first and second passion sips um I don't think it was as effective because I used hashtags and I got a lot of people that were from the Philippines because there is a San Antonio Philippines, so I got a lot of likes from that. I know the Philippines, and for me being a Filipina, I know the Philippines is huge when it comes to social media. They really enjoy it, and it's one of the ways to communicate with others, to share what's going on in different experience on different islands, so I understand why social media is huge there. So when I hashtag San Antonio, I got a lot of likes from the Philippines. Um, but this time around, when I use the $20 ad credit for my own personal Posh and Sip event, I kind of changed the hashtags around that I use to have more reach. And I'm going to, um, I use them to be more specific to the location. So instead of being San Antonio, which at this point, which could be a global uh, global hashtag, I tried to narrow it down a little bit more, so I used hashtags like San Antonio, or SATX, San Antonio events, and I also used, let's see here, I'm pulling it up now. Okay, So I used hashtags such as um, San Antonio community, networking, um, San Antonio blogger, SATX, so When you start going into your, if you have your Instagram set up as a business account, you all have the opportunity to have insights. And insights is a way for you to understand or take a look at the metrics based on a certain post. It says here, um, promotion insights. And the post that I used was for my Posh and Sip San Antonio, uh, June 29, 2019, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Cove. And I had posted that five days ago. And that was on a Monday. I really wanted to get the event going. I had posted it on Saturday and previously there were, it was tickets for like $10 and I saw a lot of people were looking, but I noticed, you know, with the combination of summer slowdown and all of the other events coming up, Mother's Day, graduation, Father's Day, like this whole time, I really just wanted to create some some sort of a community event so people could get the morale going and just get motivated. So I went ahead and switched it to a free event. And I really wanted to go ahead and sell it out as quickly as possible because I wanted to make sure I had a really tight deadline in terms of putting in my food order, which is this Wednesday. So I went ahead and put my event on promotion on Monday. And I had been saving that $20 um, Instagram ad promotion for a while because i knew this posh and sip event was going on but to be honest i was waiting for poshmark to email me back to confirm that i was okay to be approved for a posh and sip event i would emailed them on um saturday but i still hadn't gotten a response so i just went ahead and posted on monday took a chance and i was like you know even if it's not a sponsored event by poshmark at least it's like a community event but i went ahead and did it and um So let's go ahead and go back to the promotion, the Instagram listing. So based on the interaction, um, it says discovery 3,173 people reached. 95% weren't following you. 93% came from your promotions. Impression is 78 from promotion. So um, I actually got one follow from this post. I got two bookmarks, a bookmark is to save the event so later on if you wanna go back and reference it you can. Visit websites, so when you have a promoted listing you can decide if it's going to be a learn more, sign up, RSVB, clicking back to your Instagram or you have some other options. So it creates a clickable link for the viewer to go to. Um, So I put the link to the Eventbrite ticket page and it says there, Nine promotion clicks, Visit 18 visited the website, and they visited my profile. 21% were from my promotion that I had put on, and 67% of them were women, 33% were men. So it helps break it down in terms of what works, what didn't work, and that's why I'm really adamant about using Instagram. Um, a lot of people were on this Poshmark share group and we're quite understanding why why it even matters to use an Instagram. And it's not just for Poshmark, other sellers on Mercari, on Depop, on eBay. They all post new and unique items on Instagram and I say this too, I also sell. I have another Instagram account that's more hidden that I don't like sharing with other people because I don't want those items to come into that market and then I, you know, lose out in it. So like I've said in my previous podcast, it's really important to try to find as much of a reach as you can. Free marketing is free marketing, and you never know where your buyer is going to be. And I use Instagram because eBay doesn't, I mean, it's the only go-to in terms of my global shipping program. But eBay for me, ever since the um, good uh, Good Until Canceled feature was enabled, my sales have diminished significantly. And um, I'm starting, after the dust settles for this potion Sip event, I'm going to be more mindful and start to use the Craigslist Hunter approach, which is to have something listed for 7 days, 10 days, 30 days, and then start the cycle again. So it just really depends on how I'm selling something and what the market is going to be like. The only reach that I have for international customers right now is going to be through eBay and through Instagram and through Instagram, it's going to I let them know it's no returns. They have to pay me through PayPal, Venmo or cash app, especially if it's international, it's through PayPal for sure. And there are no returns. And I use, I have a PO box and everything that I use to protect myself and, um, yeah, there are just all these different options. I don't want you to feel like I'm over here, um, you know, giving out my identity fully. So um, there there are different avenues to make sales. It's just you have to be creative. And using Instagram helps you create a free marketing campaign. Um, and that's why I highly recommend if you're not already on Instagram, if you don't already have a Instagram account to help you promote your whatever it may be, your business, your side hustle, your nonprofit organization. There's so many things that people are doing on the side that social media does help create exposure and does help you uh, accomplish your goals. So I'm a firm believer that you should use social media um, to within reason. Um, And I'm trying to be more positive in terms of what the content that I put out. I mean, we are all on our own different journeys and it's really important to be uplifting and keep be motivated and help get people to live their best lives, too. I know that sounds cliche, but we're all going through whatever it may be. Um, and another reason why I do do these podcasts, why I do do that YouTube channel, um, I know I'm behind on my YouTube channel, like, a lot. And what, one of the huge motivating factors was someone, like, messaged me today on YouTube or sent me a comment on YouTube saying that she subscribed because she loves watching Christmas videos in June. So I really miss that interaction that I have on my Save Cell Chanel YouTube channel. So I really want to go and edit um, videos as much as possible. I had to put a stop to the YouTube channel because I'm trying to list as much as possible onto my Poshmark uh, or cross post from my eBay all the way to my Depop. I've been trying to get at least 10 to 20 listings a week in my spare time. It has been crazy busy at my day job as well with a lot of people being on vacation. I've been having to really use my brain just to make sure that I'm providing excellent customer service. Like I have said before, I do work in construction, and this is the busiest season that we have. Um, and what's even worse is that a lot of people go on vacation at this time because, you know, we believe in family, we believe in work-life balance, and it's good to also have a day job where people have your back. And I try to be that person that has your back, Um, so that when you can enjoy your life life is too short I remind people of this every single week life is too short for you not to spend the time to enjoy your life whether it's uh, you know downtime with yourself with your family your friends building a community it's good to take some time to like enjoy what you have because anything can just be taken away in a moment And you never know what your path is going to be in the next day, next month, the next year, or next five to ten years. So, do as much as you can. Um, I also want to mention, happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there. today's Father's Day, and a special huge thank you to my father, who is, you know, um, was a businessman. And he um, got his master's degree in business. Um, So in some way my both my parents are business oriented. So they're they they became entrepreneurs. They owned their own, um, mortgage and real estate companies in Chicago. So I guess that's where that entrepreneurial mindset came from was from my parents. Even my mom, she owned multiple businesses in the Philippines. So in that sense there is some sort of connection there. So for all of the fathers, those father hustlers, thank you so much for all of you for everything that you've done and for making our lives memorable and for you know especially moms that are um taking the position of being a father as well you know kudos to you we love you you do amazing things and without mothers and fathers you guys you know life would not be as emotionally satisfying that we would just all just be robots so that's something to think about um so I think I'm going to go ahead and end the video here. Um, a lot of this week is going to be focusing on planning up uh, the Posh and Sip events. I'm doing some interesting networking event things on for the Posh and Sip. So I'm not going to give it all away because some of you are listening on this podcast who are going. So I don't really want to. Um, give too much information so definitely stay tuned check out my instagram stories on save.sell.chanel on instagram for all of those clues as to what's going in the goodie bag what you're eating and what are some of the games that we're going to play so i'm going to leave this podcast here as always i hope you have a wonderful week and you find different ways to save and sell one day at a time